This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. Hello, welcome to the Podo. I'm going to be really straight up with you. I was so nervous to ask today's guest on the podcast. At, honestly, I thought they'd say no. I thought they'd be too busy and be like, no, no, no. Like Darren Teast is today's guest. He's an incredibly, incredibly successful photographer here. He's also a creative director. He's also got his own clean skincare range, literally nonstop. Aussie living in LA, has been in LA for yonks now and done some massive, massive campaigns. Also has created his own book called The Beauty Book for Brain Cancer, which he created when he lost a dear friend of his to brain cancer, super young as well. And so he kind of called in on all his friends and shot them to raise funds and proceeds for brain cancer. And I just blew me away right before I came to LA. Jane, our mutual friend, showed me these beautiful books and literally on the front cover of one of them is ScarJo and on the other one is Olivia Wilde and you turn these beautiful pages of all these incredible talented actors and models and it's just like holy mackerel. It's like Zac Efron, Justin Timberlake, Bieber, Miranda Kerr. You know, it's incredible and uh, yeah like I said I was totally in awe of Darren. Darren is also like straight up what you see is what you get. He's a Leo so no filter and I love that. It's uh, it's a very inspiring energy to be around and also he's built his own company from scratch too so I think you'll be able to learn so much from Darren. Like I said, he's got this really great, unapologetically real sense of who he is, and I love that. So, Darren Teast, thank you so much for jumping on the pod, my friend. It is a total honour to have you. Big love. (laughs) Darren Teast, photographer, director, brand owner, creative director. Did I get that right? (laughs) Kind of sums it up today. Bit of... Done a lot these days. So much. Thank you so much for jumping on the pod. You're awesome. But I I am so excited to dip into like your career and what led you to here. Because when I when I Googled you and, and your life right now, like you've shot every A-grade celebrity under the sun. You own your own amazing skincare range that I'm a huge fan of and have on right now. Love it. Obsessed. I am obsessed with it all. Um, but I want to know where this like Aussie Aussie boy, you know, like you studied in Sydney, right? Correct. Parents photographers. Correct. Did you tell me last time we hung out that you used to be like a really competitive swimmer as well? I swam in high school, correct. <laughs> so where did it Undefeated where, in high school. Re- really? <laughs> yeah, again, I was fa- the fastest in my school, well, in my year, <gasps> which was great. So you could have gone to the Olympics, mate. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was good, but I mean, yeah, if I was six foot five, maybe. You're very, very tall, I feel. Um, yeah, like I'm just like five inches 
<laughs> not, not, not enough in, in height anyway. I didn't know that you needed to be tall for swimming. You don't need to be, but the Olymp- the ones that win Olympics are six foot four, six foot five. Machines. Six foot six, big boys, yeah. Got you. Machines. Yeah. Okay, so thir- was the first kind of like break the Dolly campaign when you were just 20 years old? Correct, yes. That was my first paid job. So yeah. how did that come about? Well, I started shooting some models that were with Priscilla's. Yes. And I was friends with Priscilla. Yeah. Um, and she said to me, you need to get a portfolio. And I put my book together when I was about 19 after shooting, testing all their models. And then I went around and saw the photo agents and got an agent. And then the photo agent sent me out to Dolly and Girlfriend back then, you know, the younger magazines. And then I booked, it was a giveaway. So I, shoot, I shot a girl at Bondi Beach, actually on Tamarama, yep. in a white T-shirt. And that T-shirt was a giveaway on this, like the, at the bus yeah. stop. And it was a beautiful pink background and ended up on the cover. And it ended up on the cover of the year that I turned 21. So it was August of That's that year. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it was a sign, you know, that I was on the right path. Very young to have had that kind of yes. like success. And were mum and dad photographers as well? So stepfather was a, is a photographer, uh-huh. was. And mum and him had a photo business in North Sydney. Oh, my goodness. So on school holidays were you like soaking it up, soaking it all up? I was. I was working in the um, in the lab on the weekends, and you know, my stepfather gave me a camera at thirteen and said, "Here's a camera. Once you can, once you learn how to use it, I'll give you film." Oh, wow. so I had to learn all the like, you know, aperture and technical stuff, yeah. shutter speed and ISO. And then once I got that done, then he gave, then he's like, "Okay, you can shoot now." And then basically just learned from him. At over thirteen, the years. that's when it started. We just started playing, you know. It's pretty amazing. Like yeah. that's pretty young. So okay, so. It's, let's get, go back to 2021. You're in Australia, cover of Dolly magazine. That's pretty massive. Did you always have a hunger for like, no, 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 I want to go, I want to play like big game here. Like I want to take this as far as I can. Like where did that come from, that drive? Well, I'm a Leo, so I'm very driven anyway and I'm the kind of person that if I set my mind to something, I've always done it. So I've achieved a lot now, but everything I've achieved, I've kind of like, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm doing, or I'm doing this. So there was always, there's always been a natural drive, which is really lucky that I've had. But I just started shooting, you know, it wasn't like, I'm going to be a big photographer. It was just like, it was working, I was making money, I was still really young. And then it just kind of proved to be a great pattern, you know, when you're 20 years old or 21 and I was shooting Jag and getting 2500 yeah. a day, that was a lot of money back then for totally. that age. So I was bringing in good money and it just kind of just grew. And then I moved to Melbourne when I was about 23 and got an agent there and just kind of escaped Sydney and different life and was working really well with because there's a lot of ad clients in Melbourne. Yeah. Just having a great time like living, you know, and there was, I mean, and I was earning great money still. So it was, I just kind of worked out with the whole financial and, you know, I learned a lot too. And I think success with what I do is also having people skills. Cause the reason why I got, I, I still work today and I still have like clients for seven years is because people would like me. You know what I, I mean? So I think your superpower is having been lucky enough to be shot by you last time, right. a few times ago, we hung out. <laughs> Thank you, Jane Nagline, for making that happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can read human behaviour so well, like psychically well. I think that's yeah. like a very I've amazing skill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. big time. And I mean it is the best compliment ever, but I felt very seen yeah. by you but also very safe with you. Like yeah. it was a really nice combination. But I could tell I was like, oh, you're like reading the situation 
before I am. Like you were 15 million steps ahead of me. Yeah. It felt like that anyway. Well, and especially when you do celebrity, like the, the amount of celebrities I've done, like you have got, and I, and I, to be honest, I, I'd learned, I've learned that I've been able to read people, but I've got really good at it because Australians are also chilled and relaxed. And I remember I shot Christina Hendricks. Yeah. And I thought she was amazing. But she didn't think I liked her. She was one of the very few, few first really? celebrities I shot. And in the makeup, I said, Christina doesn't think you like her. And I was like, oh, my God, I love her. But, you know, welcome Aussie to America. Like, you need to step up your game yeah. and, like, be a bit more vocal. So I've, I learned a lot more how to play um, work in America and, you know, amp up the person. Because Aussies are really chill in general. Yeah, and I think Americans say exactly what they want and they're super, super direct and they'll you'll know where you stand. Yeah. And I get, I, whereas we're a bit like, laid back. And yeah, and, you know, some actors too, I mean, maybe, I mean, and also some people, their photos are uncomfortable and nervous or whatever and however they're feeling, not everyone, like, you know, walks in and is like a supermodel. So, totally. may, you know, with my, I had to just learn to reassure and like give, like, totally. you know, give encouragement. Well, yeah, because it's super vulnerable. You feel pretty vulnerable. Yeah. You feel uh-huh. very like, oh, like, do I look okay? And yeah. all your insecurities come flooding in. So, Okay, so you've done Sydney, done Melbs, which is my hometown. Where, what made you then, like, what was the leap to LA? And I know you've worked all over the world, but specifically here. Yeah, I mean, I have. Um, the leap to LA was, like, late 20s and then my, a few of my friends had all moved here and they were like, you need to move to America, you'd love it. And I was like, no, I'm happy, I don't want to move. And then it was kind of, I kept getting, you know, friends saying the same thing, like quite a few of the you know, especially like hair and makeup and stuff, were moving to the States and all my people I'd worked with had moved. Yeah. And so I was like, one day I just woke up and I was like, I think I need to do America. Like, I think it's time. And I'd also done most of the biggest clients in Australia. I'd already worked for everyone. And I was also like, 28, what else can I do? I was kind of like, okay. Great I'll time. Go to the, right. To move over, yeah. So I'll go to America and if I can get an agent and get sponsored, then I'll go. And I came, of course, I came over, showed my portfolio, got many offers. Mm. Like four months later, sold my apartment <gasps> and shipped everything over and I was gone. Like I even, I was in a relationship. I even left a four-year relationship. <gasps> which, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, it was hard, but it was also just like, it's, I needed more. I wanted bigger challenges. I wanted more for my life. And I, I love Australia, but with what in with what I do and the, the America is has every opportunity. Oh, and yeah. you know, like from the shooting, like I just when I my goal was to just work with Justin Timberlake and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. You know, and like four five, I think it was like four years into being here, I'd shot them. So I was like And the front cover of your book, your I first know, book. Yes, Scarlett. So that was like that was all that I really wanted to do. And then I'd met them and and it was, and it was like, just next, what else can I, you know? So it's always been like, I always have goals and like, what am I doing next? Kind yeah. of thing for Darren. It's, I, 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 oh, I love it. And even just uh, doing a little YouTube stalk of you, because there's all these amazing like behind the scenes video clips on YouTube of you shooting some of these stars. But yeah, like, for- we're talking like Bieber, Miranda Kerr. Nicole Richie, Hilary Duff, Miley Cyrus, Hugh Jackman. Like, I'm a bit of a Gossip Girl fan. So Ed yeah. Westwick. And Leighton Meester's in my first oh. book and Ed Westwick. And Chase. Oh, the All dream. Them, I know. The dream. <laughs> I work with the three of those a lot too. And I was a, I was a total Gossip Girl fan too. So oh. I'm getting to work with them. And I work with, I went to the Philippines with um, Leighton and I did a Dark Coat campaign with Chase in New York. Oh, wow. And I took Ed Westwick to Asia as well for another client. So um, I got to work with them on great jobs and got to know all three of them. But um. 
for oh. sure. Amazing, amazing people. Were there any, has there been any moments in your career where you're just like, oh, that was a real turning point? Obviously, like coming to LA and it, clearly your work ethic, like even saying, oh, I sold my apartment 28, came to LA. A lot of 28-year-olds wouldn't own their own apartments right. in Australia. So like you're obviously extremely driven, that Leo fire. Yeah. I'm going to put that down too. Leo, um, it's Leo month too. I know. <laughs> Birthday soon then. Very, next week. Oh. <gasps> Happy birthday in advance. Mm, thank you. Uh, I'm a Virgo, but I love Leos because. Yeah, Virgos and Leos vibe. Because Earth, fire, yeah. it's a good combo. And my mum's a Virgo, so I get Virgos. Yeah, we're a bit like OCD. And you're but- very, yes, you are. And you're very similar too to Leos. You'd be very, very OCD. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, was there anything in your career like here where you were like, oh my goodness, this is all. You know, to yeah. take like leveling up because yeah. I feel like I'm meeting you and I'm like, how are you even saying yes to sitting down and chatting with me? Like you're at a game, my friend. Well, it, my career doesn't change me. I've always been the same person. Like, yeah. it doesn't make me better than anyone else. Yeah. It's just I've had great success, so I'm still the same person, and I'll still like go to jobs, and I'm still like, I've, you know, you you have to eat humble pie and remain humble, and just it doesn't make me any better than anyone else. I've just that's I'm a living great a different, yeah. Like. I'm just living also a different kind of career. Like I don't work a nine to five, like my cousins who are lawyers and barristers back yeah. in Australia, and like my brother in laws a builder. I work a really crazy different hours, and it's such a different ride. But that's my ride. But it doesn't make me better than them. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think that makes total sense. But yeah, there is there any little like moment where you're like. Oh wow! Like that was a like whether it's pinch yourself or or just things felt like they really leveled. Yes, up. for sure. So when I launched the first book in two thousand and eleven, yeah, the first beauty book for brain cancer, um, it definitely was a pivotal in my career because, um, well, I mean everyone in Hollywood basically knew who I was, and with the massive support from you know all the actors in it and the meet you know the personalities, but I started booking a lot. Like a lot of, um, it was a pivotal in my career financially too. Um, I just, because of that book, like Amy Adams booked me and Chase yeah. Crawford booked me and Kim Kardashian booked me and I got to deal with Bieber's music. Like I got all of that because I I think, you know, work with them on the book and that was really weird, but it hit all at once. So 2012 mm-hmm. and 13 was like, I had a rep and I fired them because I was just getting all these calls <gasps> direct and I'm also able to handle my own booking. So I was yeah. like, I'm not giving you 25% of like big money. Yeah, totally. When you're not doing anything. So that was kind of the pivotal two years where I was like, oh, wow. Like I saw a, a huge, you know, lift in the career. But I also look at it like as good karma because I'd spent three years producing a book for brain cancer and one of my girlfriends died of yeah. brain cancer that I grew up with. So maybe also to me it's like, Karma, like it's a payback for all my good work. So that's how I kind of viewed it. But it was a definitely a pivotal, like, okay, you're here now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I've seen the book. The day before I flew to LA, I was staying at Jane's mm-hmm. house and she's like, you need to look at both these books. They're both of your, so uh, the beauty book for brain cancer. So it, it was inspired by your, is it your friend Natalie? Natalie Sattler, yeah. Who passed right 35, like super I, young. Oh, yeah, young man. I think even, was she younger, I think? Um she passed in 2008. And yeah. you, and I, and I think you actually told me this, like you were at the airport on the way home and you were like, yes. what can I do? Well, exactly. So with, at her funeral, they asked instead of flowers for donations to Sydney Neurology Oncology Group, mm-hmm. SNOG, and we you know, donated. And then that was the thing I flew, I was, you know, at the airport and then flying. So like 15 hours of like thinking, you know, about her and what can I do was how I came up with maybe a book and donate the money kind of mm. vibe. And then 
you know, came back and also still newish in Hollywood. I reached out to the few publicists I knew and the Aussie Connects I had and said, hey, I want to do this book. Will you guys support me and got sponsors? And then I, everyone did. And then it just kind of grew, you know. Oh, that's my, it, uh, such good karma, but also such beautiful photos. Thank you. They're like, for people listening, I'm going to put a link in the podcast so people can buy a copy as well. But uh, it's a beautiful coffee table. Both of them are beautiful coffee table books. Yeah. How on earth did you pick the two covers? Because the two cover, covers, so it's Olivia Wilde as yeah. one and then Scar jo, the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scar jo is just obvious because she is truly like the Point. bomb. Yeah. And Pantera Sarah, who came on board, who was my, you know, other producer in the book, like a year in, they were good friends. And Scarlett, I just, I had the best six hours with her when I worked with her. And she's a fraternal twin. I'm a fraternal twin. Hi. Yeah. And she has a brother and I have a sister. And she just, it was instant vibe. Yeah. And I just loved her. And obviously I met Scarlett Johansson and she's stunning, but she's just a great human being. It was an obvious, obvious, obvious who was going to be the cover once we even shooting it I was like cover done tick <laughs> so good without even like announcing it but it was also just based on that you know her deep friendship with Sarah and then also the fact that I thought she was you know the queen and beautiful image and that's Scarlett Johansson so oh. um the personality had a lot to do with it because she's just generally an amazing woman so mm. and I had a great the best shoot with her like it was you know, it was effortless and fun and cool. And so I heard you say in an interview because it was basically like calling in favors that yeah, that, that was, whole yeah. book. Uh, when you would get like a, a name or something like a, someone like a Scarjo, mm. you would hire a studio and then you'd be like, okay, what else can we pack around that to like make the most of? Because the studio was, I think, donated. Everything was donated. donated yeah. But you know, like you'd try and make yeah. every day count kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So if we had a big name confirmed, then we would bring in like whoever else we get in that day. Yeah. And if we had like you know, we'd have our hours with Scarlett, then we would have someone before or after. But generally, once we got going, we would always, you know, we, if we had, we knew Timberlake was doing a Saturday morning. So then yeah. we were like, who, who else can we get after him or before him? So, you know, once we had a day set, then we would start to fill in the gaps with um, whoever else is available in town. But, you know, the big stars you catered to their, of course, to their schedules. And hence why it was two years of shooting yeah. because it's like, Sometimes you shoot a few people that week and then you got a week off and then you got like five people. So, you know, it really varied, but it, it took, it's a couple of years to shoot. It was 100 people in each. So, And I heard you mention, I might have been Amy Adams. I think it was yeah, some, Amy Adams. Yeah, somebody was like, okay, their publicist was like, she's going to an event. You've got come to her house before. She goes to the event. She's going to have hair and makeup. And you just kind of had to go, yeah, okay, I'll <laughs> I'll be I think there. with um, Amy, yes, I think I forget what the exact thing was, but we, I think she agreed to, sh- no, she agreed to shoot the thing and we went and we went and shot her in a garage. So I set How up a cool. studio in her garage, yeah. And oh. she was really impressed by that because then she, um, like six months later, booked me on a job. Yeah. And I've worked with her ever since, you know. Yeah. yeah. So does some, like, for lack of a better word, celebrities, does some of them say, okay, I'm work- Darren, that's who's working with me and like bring you on board? Yeah. And that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and Amy's probably the one I've worked with the most, actually. Ah, oh, I love that. Yeah. And it just comes down to chemistry and, you know, with you and them and then their team. You know, I got on really well with a publicist and I'm fast and she likes me. and so it's fast. Yeah, fast when you shoot. So, yeah, and she, you know, they obviously have limited time. but Yeah. <gasps> but that also means that you've got such a small window, but, like, you've got to get the person that you're shooting to feel comfy, trust you, and then, you know, you've... Yeah. Like I've heard you say you but, shoot people in half an hour sometimes. Well, the boys are like an hour when we did the, for the beauty book. They yeah. have an hour. But even like 
on jobs even sometimes you'll have them for a couple of hours. But if it's, you know, big money jobs, you you might you'll probably get people for a full day. If you know yeah, your body on an endorsement or a diet coke, then you'll then getting paid a lot, they're gonna be there all day. But when it's like a magazine or yeah. some sort of press, it'll it, it can usually be an hour. Oh wow. Depending on, you know, how many people they've lined up. Have what have is there something that stands out? I mean, obviously you've done so much amazing stuff and I'm seeing magazines, the remix magazines, I think they're called, behind you, and you've done all those covers, haven't you? You've done a lot of those covers. Yeah, a lot. Uh has there any been any moment where you're like, Oh, I love that I'm there's gonna be heaps, but is there a few moments where you'll just like stand, pinch me, like standout moments? No, I don't all of it. Well, I've not like, ever pinched in, as in like pinch me because I'm, as I said, like if I set out to do something, I usually do. Oh, so it's I more love like, that. It's more like, oh, great work. Like you're on, I don't, I don't really think about it, but like with the photos, for instance, like when a yeah. cover comes out, if I've shot it, I'm usually really happy with it because I would have deleted it or, you know, wouldn't put it through. So yeah. by the time it gets to magazine print or whatever, it's, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm usually happy. I'm really happy. I wouldn't have anything published I didn't love of my own work. Of course. I think that's just experience. But that's also like knowing, doing the work and yeah. knowing that you're good, like, and working yeah. hard. Little Leo heart, that's what that is. <laughs> okay, so how do then you go from this incredible career as photographer, director, how then do you go to, okay, I'm into clean beauty and this is something that I want to focus on as well because the products are frigging amazing. I'm a bit of a, I used to be a makeup artist, so I'm a bit of a snob with what I put on my skin. Not a snob, but I really care about what I put on my skin because my skin reacts. Like I get eczema and my skin's super reactive. So when you gave me your, oh, that mask, Mm -hmm. the probiotic, is it a probiotic? pineapple papaya. (gasps) So good. I put it in the fridge. I told you my yeah. trick. I put it in my, and do you know my other trick? Because I want to have hands. youthful hands. Yeah. And I've been using the body scrub. And you should do like. Decolletage. Yeah. yeah. Um, I promise for, I do. Yeah. Especially for women, like get on that decolletage girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I re- and even the body scrub I'll do, like any leftover bits, I'll do back of my hands as well. So the products are amazing, cruelty free. Vegan. Vegan. Clean. Clean. Toxic free. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have the USDA stamp on it, which is really important. So the brand was born and a friend and I were, you know, talking about doing something. And obviously yeah. I've always, my clients have always been beauty, hair and beauty. Yeah. So um, with my career, I've always worked with those, you know, the L'Oreal's and the Paul Mitchell's and all the brands. Yeah. So we were just talking about what could we do and we're, you know, like a, a side hustle. Yeah. And, um. She was interested more in CBD and it was, you know, back then it was still, it's still kind of hard now with the, um, cause it's still not really approved even. And in Australia, really hard, even harder. So, um, I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I don't want to tackle it because I just know, like, and there was also so many people doing it that had and like a bucket gross. of money. I don't like the smell of CBD yeah. on in skin products. I don't like the smell. I'm not, yeah, it does, it didn't like fancy me. So I said, let's yeah. go like to Sephora and like do a, just do research on what we feel is missing. Yeah. You know, like, let's try and find if there's, a, like, something that they're not doing that we could do. And so after spending, like, hours in Sephora and going to Ulta and, like, some of the beauty stores and all that, we realised that there was, there really isn't, everyone says natural, but there really isn't true organic, which is, like, certified USD organic, which is the USD stamp. And that works. Yeah. Like, in Australia, like, yeah. I know I've tried stuff before and I'm like, it kind of, like, rolls off the skin or it doesn't absorb properly. Yeah. Like your stuff feels great, and like under makeup and, as well, and smells great. Because the other the other problem we had was there's a lot of brands that have good products, but it, the smell is like 
I'm not going to name drop any big brands, but there's a couple of big brands that do well. But that's, I mean, for her and I, we were like, and she's a chef. I was like, yeah, what is this smell? Like, um, yeah, my business partner Pam Bailey. She's she's a um, personal personal chef. chef, Yeah, and we were like, what? I was like, does this smell like crap to you? And she was like, oh my god, like vomit. So. We were heavily with our brand, wanted it to be good, be good and good, be good for you, be clean, and also smell like you want to eat it. Totally. So, you know, Pam's line was always food for your skin because obviously with a chef background, um, you know, it was about skin food. But I was so like, if it smells good, then you're going to want to put it on, right? It's nothing worse than putting a mask on that smells like Aunt Haragatha's old cupboard. <laughs> no, seriously, though, it stops me using certain stuff. But also, like I said, because my skin's reactive, like I can put a face mask on and come out in like welts after right, as and well. You, and you will because of the preservatives in there and stuff. So we've had such success with our products, especially with like people with skin problems, um, psoriasis and eczema, and like super duper duper sensitive where they're like, this is the only product I've ever been able to use. Oh. So that's there's definitely a truth to the purest of organic because it – so the certified organic means the farming is like governed. Yes. yes. So however they extract the oils, how it's done, everything is like it's protected. Whereas if the natural, where it's you know farmed wherever in the world, yeah, with pesticides and stripped with God knows what to get it out, like totally. that you know takes away from the purity, and, and it's the purity skin, I think that's really good for you. And you, and I know you know this. The skin absorbs everything you yes. put on it too. So it's twenty six like, seconds. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Very quick. Oh, so for Aussies listening to this, how can they get their hands on this stuff? Because obviously this is based here in yes. LA. Well, you'd have to buy it direct from MsBloom.com. Um, we're not available. We're not available in Australia yet, thanks to COVID. We were yeah. working on distribution, but we yeah. everything's got hold held up. So right now it's direct. Um, That's okay though. Direct's great. Yeah, and you just have to buy the mail. So better to buy, you know, a few things. So your shipping is, you know, because the shipping's obviously. But you can get bundles. I've yeah, seen bundles. you. You've yeah, got, the bundles are great. That's a good way of like getting a little taste of everything. Yeah. And like the other thing is, yes, we're talking face here, but it's also body care as well. Yeah, it's face and body. <gasps> so good. Okay, so you've got this incredible photography career. Uh, you're, you've had all this success in Australia mm-hmm. <laughs> before even 30. You come here, you've chased this dream and you've just been like, that's a goal. I'll just tick that off my list, basically. And yeah. you work, obviously work very, very hard to achieve that. Yeah, I've always, had, I've always set goals. That's why I tell all, the, all my friends who are younger, like, if you don't set a goal, how can you achieve it? Oh, totally. So I had a plan, like, you know, even from 30 to 40 to buy a house. And by four, I bought my house, you know, when I was 39. This house is beautiful, yeah. by the way. So, you like, again, like, plan, strategy, activated, done. You know, like if you don't, if you're not, if you don't work like that, you know, unless you win a lotto, like totally. <laughs> it's really hard just to, oh, I'm going to buy a house. So. Cause I do a little bit like that. I'm a bit of a goal setter. Like, and as you can see, I've got my little notes on yeah. you here. Like I'm a, I write things down, but would you say that you do like, okay, from 30 to 40, I want to achieve the, this kind yeah. of stuff and then work backwards and make like smaller steps in the lead up to get there. Or are you just like, macro focus like the big goals the big goals I think it's like this is my plan and this is and I'm giving myself a realistic goal yeah like I wasn't like oh I'm gonna do that next week yeah 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 like I, this is what I want to do in time yeah like even with the shooting like I want to do this but um and you know who I wanted to work with and yeah. all that but you have to be realistic you yeah. know because if you're not then delusional so I think I was just realistic with my goals but 
everything I've, you know, and there's even more news coming, which we can share at some I know, point. we have to do a part so two follow-up. I know, there's always, <laughs> that's the thing, that's what I love about America, there's always something happening that you just, and the next one's even super fun, which I never even thought would happen in my life. Oh. Um, and that's why I love this country. That's why I love living in oh, the States, because like, yeah. you, you know, been able access to the great career and great clients, and then, oh, a skincare brand that you have access to 300 million population via e-com, you know, like, it's just the numbers here that, and we sell so much, like, out of California. Like, do people, like, the whole of America biome is blue. Yeah. Like, and it's fascinating, like, when you see, the, like, the Texas and Arizona yeah. and Alaska and, you know, like, Washington and every, like, when the orders go out, like, you can, we can check our sales list. It's incredible with the, you know, the wealth of people here that, yeah. you know, with e-com, which is so great. Yeah. Like, because right now it's an e-com business. So I've got an e-com business as well. I love it. I think yeah. it's so powerful. And that, yeah. And that was the only good thing about 2020 was because of the pandemic in the US, like the e-com side of our business was huge. Yeah. Like. Especially because self-care was such a thing that was celebrated yeah. when people were at home. And the numbers, like, yeah, the numbers were like, it just. Yeah, it's been big. it's been really big. So you just touched on when you give your younger friends advice and being like, so if for people listening to this that are just like, oh my goodness, like you know, I've got a dream, I really want to chase something creative. Like, what would your advice be? Yes, set the macro goals, like set the big goals, but is it like set realistic goals and then each day do something to kind of like step in the right direction? Yeah, if you, if you want a creative goal, then you have to obviously take the right steps. If you want to be a creative director or an art director or a photographer, then you obviously need to get the skills to do it. So number yeah. one is get the skills, train. right? Yeah. Train, <laughs> yeah. work at it and make sure you're good at it. Yeah. Because you can't also be the best and do well at it if it's not really something you're good at as well, I think. So, you know, naturally I was I have a great eye for photography and I also have the brain to, you know, work lighting out and get it together easily for me. So you've got to make sure that it aligns with who you are, I think, the career that you're doing. Totally. But I, I, the more that I talk to you, the more I feel like your your emotional IQ is like super high because you. I feel like you can see and call BS pretty quick and you're just like focused on a goal ahead of you. Like I feel like you can, we've just spoken about how you can read human beings really well, mm-hmm. but I also think you're like, okay, if this is my goal, I need to do X, Y, and Z to get to that goal. Yeah. I'm not going to let this other crap get in the way you of doing to, yeah, those things. 100%. And like this podcast is called Fearlessly Failing. Right. And so has there ever been any setbacks where you're like, oh my God, like this feels really hard right now? Well, there, yeah, there's, I mean, you know, there was, there has been setbacks. I mean, not in the photography career, but I mean, I had other businesses before I moved to America that we were, one was about to be sold to a really big, like it was really exciting for the business. And I was going to, if it sold, it would have been huge. The yeah. buy was amazing, but it fell through because after September uh, 11th oh, happened. Oh, yeah, of course. The deal fell through. And at that point it was like, oh my God, like we needed this. But if that deal had have happened, I probably might have not come to the States because I would have been, so it just wasn't my yeah. part, you know what I mean? So, and then I had another business that didn't um, do very well too. And because I I think the fault with that I was young and I also then let my business partner run it. And I don't think she had the skills really to make it successful. And it was also my fault for not taking control a bit more and letting like, you know, trusting. So I learned from that in the sense of like, yeah, definitely go with your intuition and be a bit more dominant with in in stuff, which obviously I've activated now. But you're inspiring me so much. I feel like I need to be taking (laughs) 
But when it came to, once come to the photography crew, no, it's always been, the, that's always been on a great path and I've always worked and a great network of people and even, you know, still friends with, even when I brought the first book out, I reached out to a lot of editors I've known for a long time and yeah. everyone supported me in Australia. Like I'd oh. seen there for a long time. There was a massive support for people that just like, of course we will pop, like, you know, Christy Clemens was the editor of Vogue and I reached yeah. out to Christy and she was like, of course we will. We would love to feature your book, Darren. Like there was so much welcome kindness with the first book from people that I hadn't seen in a long time as well. And just an email and sending out a book, you know, and everyone supported. And I love that about the Australians. And I was going to say. Yeah. And also the industry yeah. in Australia too is small and we all know each other. And there was so much support with everyone, which I really, I mean, I went, so when I came back and did tour, like the tour, when it's all different editors and everyone was like so happy. And it was just, it was really lovely. There was no jealousy. And I was really I love the Aussie happy camaraderie yeah. here as well. Like you've invited me over a couple of times. Like yeah. Aussie's really kind of, I think as well, because for an Australian to get a green card, visa, anything here, it's really hard. Yeah. It's not easy. There are not a lot anymore. of <laughs> there's a lot of hoops to jump through. Yeah, it's, it's really hard now. And so, th- well, thank you for taking me under your wing as well because yeah. it was, like, it's scary when you, LA is amazing but it's tough. Yeah. Like it's a. So tough. And it's not easy to meet people in the beginning. Totally. Yeah. And I didn't have, like, I only knew four people too. Yeah. So all, we all hung out together and then, but we would go out and meet people and swap numbers and then I would never, you'd never hear from them again. So people. Yeah. As much a bit as of flaky, like, yeah? Yeah. That's the thing. As much as they're like, you go to a bar and they're like, you're cute and then like swap numbers, you just, you just don't ever hear from them. So. Yeah. Um, it did take time to, you know, it does take time. It takes time yeah. here no matter what. That's why I was like, hey, come over to the pool party and meet people. I know, you are the best throughout thing. The, throughout the life, the Aussie life raft. Oh, I love, I loved it. <laughs> Dragged her into the pool party. No, I, I, I loved it so much. And for me as well, like I think I told you, I've started acting classes. So mm-hmm. like that's given me, well, a heavy workload. <laughs> but also a an amazing community but one thing that I realised like I can be in acting school in Australia and versus being in acting school here my classmates are auditioning for like big movies right now and like SNL right now and I'm like oh wow this is the mecca for the media industry which is your industry Mm -hmm. as well and so I understand how you feel about like the opportunity here is yeah it's huge I mean for all of them like I think Liam Hemsworth well I remember with him and when I was talking to him, like he was literally, he just, he was about to go back. He only had like months on his visa and he was about to go back to Australia and then he booked the Marley Cyrus movie. I think he only had like, he had weeks. It was something no. like, yeah, and then he booked a movie. It was just, and that's the thing like with Miley and then obviously look at his life. So it's just timing and then, yeah. you know, and you know, they do love Aussies here. And sticking it out as yeah. well, I think. like Well, he was on the- two years. Like I had, well, my visas were three years at least. Yeah, of course. So if I was also like, if I don't, it took a good three years to start doing stuff. I interviewed an acting coach yesterday and he said the biggest advice I can give you is that of Margot Robbie who came here with a buffer so that she could live for three years and just audition. Yeah. And, like, t- give herself yeah. the time to break. You do need to, I mean, I came with money too. So you do, I mean, if the ones, uh, people that move to America and think they're going to make it, like, in three weeks, like, dreaming. Yeah, no. Hashtag yeah. no. <laughs> I've emailed so many managers and they're like, I, you get, like, no responses. And yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. And then I've learned quickly that here it is actually connection-based. It's not actually. Yeah, no, and then, you know, because Australians, they import people with, like, like great experience. Yeah. So you're up against, like, you know, Margot Robbie had done, was it Neighbours or one of the yeah, shows? Yeah, like, for years. So she had, like. 
massive camera experience. So it's so easy for someone like her then to audition and then nail it because they know exactly what to deal. Totally. But all of them, I think Chris Hemsworth, like a lot of them, but even like Hugo Weaving and all the, you know, established actors and movie stars even, Australian movie stars, like Nicole Kidman when she moved to, they have done so much in Australia, like to move into another, or they've got to master their accent. Somebody told me, um, Anthony LaPaglia, I've been doing three years of American accent. I've got an American there, but. um, (laughs) Okay, girl. (laughs) So addictive. Um, But Anthony LaPaglia got told by his, an Australian acting teacher, you can't act. And he came over here and look at him. In the 80s, he came over here and now he's like, you know, Coined. Right? Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I thank you so much for, like, opening up about the opportunity. I could talk to you all day long. What's one little bit of, like, um, final question, I promise? What's one little bit of, like, just I feel like you've got such a strong head on your shoulders and, a, like, your fiery Leo heart, which is awesome. Um, but just that little bit of wisdom if somebody is, like, because I think Australians, and I've known this about myself, like, it's easy to sit in what's comfy mm. and, and a bit scare, like, the scary stuff. It's like, oh, I don't, yeah. like, coming here is scary, good scary, but it's scary. I think what, yes, I wasn't scared, though. That's the thing. I'm not, I don't have that gene. Oh, yeah, like, you're fearless. I, don't, I wasn't scared. I was more, like, up for the challenge. And I'm, I'm like, people say, don't you get lonely living like in that house on your own. I'm like, now I just don't get lonely, but I'm a twin. But so maybe. And Sebastian's. And I have Sebastian. But I don't think like that. No. I just don't. It's just not in my realm. Like, it's just like, I'm not, like, I wake up happy. Like, what am I going to do today? Like, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't have that side. Uh, but I love that about your brain. Yeah. I think you have yeah. a very awesome brain. Yeah, it is. It's very like, very positive. And my twin's the same though. She just went through a cancer stage and, she was so um, on top of it and, like, not – there was no, like, negativity and, I, like, just focused in, like, getting well and she wasn't a Debbie Downer. Yeah. And, like, poor me. She wasn't a sad sir. She just did her thing and and everyone – well, my friends that spoke to her said, why is your sister so positive? So I think it's just <laughs> brain's mindset. Yeah, and she just had, yeah. you know, cancer removed and all that and it was, was the scariest thing ever for any, all of us. But she still remained really positive. So it's definitely a mindset. And I think that that's you too, though. You're yeah. super. Yeah, we are, yeah, we're twins, so we've definitely got the same. And, you know, she definitely got that. In, we, yeah, that strength in her too. Oh, I love it. Okay, mindset, hang out with Leos for anyone listening because Leos are really inspiring. <laughs> Find them, people. <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much for really of taking course. me under your wing. You've been such an inspiration. So oh, my thank God, thank you. you. Well, that's very kind of you. You're the best. <laughs> That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lollaberry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And of course, spread the love. Spread the love.